That's right, folks. It's time for the Nerdy Point of View podcast, where we explore the nerdier side of life via random topics that we come up with and discuss for your entertainment. I'm one of your hosts, the literal worst, Brian Penaloza. With me today is the pun master herself, Carrie Lyons. Hello, hello, everybody. It just says freaky. Oh, it fell out. <laughs> oh. uh, There's my ass. Where's for those my... of you listening to the audio version, uh, uh, Carrie put up a sign uh, that you can add letters to, and the S went flying off when she lifted it up. It was a good effort, it but was. ultimately, it didn't work. She oh, lost like her everything ass. Everything else in life. <laughs> <laughs> and the beautiful man you just heard right there, he's so chatty, Matty Faust. Hey, folks, how you doing? I am so excited to be here. You sound excited. I am so the excitement excited. is palpable. Oof, oof, oof. Okay. I don't like any of that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being candid. I'm not a, not a fan. That's uh, that's okay, man. You know, um, anyway, I was a DJ. I can't help it. That's fair. That's super fair. Um, so for those of you listening at home uh, via the audio version, this is our New Year's episode because it comes out the Friday before New Year's. Shocking. I know it's fucking bananas. Your mind is blown. Um, so as a New Year's thing, we're actually doing this live right now on Twitch. And we decided to try something a little new, see how it works, because let's face it, we can't lose any more listeners than we already have. So <laughs> let's uh, let's give this a shot. We're going to actually try to interact with chat a bit. So what we'll do is we'll say who said whatever they said. Then we'll say what they said. And then we'll respond to what they said. That seems clear and easy. Yeah, I sure. don't know. Yeah. Totally. Uh, also, just to let you know, this episode is brought to you by the letter W. Uh, w is for wine, which is what I'm drinking. So, you know, there's oh, that too. Yeah, that works because um, in Russian, uh, vodka sounds like vodka. So... There we go. <laughs> works. You might be yeah. taking the liberty with with that language, but yeah. let him have it. Just, just shh. No. Um, oh. <laughs> so, so what we're doing, uh, we, we normally would do three topics and shoot the shit about those three topics. But I said, fuck that. Let's throw all of that to the wall, to the floor. We'll throw it on the ground like Lonely Island. Um that was the sound of Carrie throwing it to the ground. I don't know what she threw to the ground, but I, I hope it wasn't expensive. No. no. <laughs> um, and we're just going to talk about the year in review. We're just going to hang out. We're just going to fucking chat about the way this year went, because I don't know about for you guys listening and you guys watching right now, but it was a pretty crazy year for the three of us. I know that much. Oh yeah. And uh, there's a lot to unpack there. So, uh, I'll open up the floor to you guys. I've talked way too fucking much already. So uh, tell me about your year. Holy shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's that. Yeah, I mean, where to start? The beginning, probably. Okay, well, based on my date of birth, I think I was... Uh, no, 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 no. Not oh, the beginning of your okay. life, the beginning of the year. Okay. We're just talking about the year, huh? Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> 2018 in review, not... Carrie Lyon's lifetime in review. Okay, so let's say about Valentine's Day in 1984. It's about the time probably my parents had sex. Still not. And then, no? Wow, wow, wow. (laughs) Well, this is already off the rails. Are we going back to birthing again? Oh, yes, yes. I don't want to. I really yeah. don't want to. I'm still telling, like, if any of your listeners have... Nope, nope, we're not, we're not doing that again. We, that's in the past. 
that's far behind but we're us. Talking about the year. That's and that literally is part of our year. An entire um, day behind us. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know. Uh, oof. <clears throat> it's been um, honestly, in a nutshell, I would say that it has been a fantastic, in general, year. Um, you know, uh, there have definitely been some bumps and some some potholes and um, a couple of, uh, you know, giant daggers in the foot, as you will. But, uh, I mean, uh, the beginning of the year, that first month of January, that's when we started Threads of Fate. And I would say... Um, the my most favorite character I've ever played in my life. Yes. Um, the my most favorite campaign I've ever played in. You know, like just because of how long it's gone. Um, I think I've only played in maybe one other campaign that went longer, and and that was like uh, eons ago. I mean, I was a child, um, and uh, that means so much you know and the friendships that have come from that are uh i mean indescribable you know mm -hmm. um and i think if it wasn't for that game you know i don't know if i i don't think carrie and i would be as close as we are you know oh, i don't know i mean i think we'd be close but i don't think we'd be as close you That's know true. because that game really bonded us in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah, that's very you know? true. And um, because our characters bonded, yeah. you know, in a, in a very strong way. And it's funny how that stuff translates to life. One might say fate brought you together. Oh. Indeed. I love that you just did that. That wasn't a pun, though. That was literally yeah. the sh title of the show. Know, Just so but... you know, he has been making a lot more puns lately. Horseshit. Oh, you can deny it live on uh, Twitch here, but I've witnessed many, many puns lately. Mm. I think I'm rubbing off on him. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, so, I mean, just in the whole, like, uh, the whole scheme of things, you know, and looking at 2018 in the rear view mirror it's like that was a good year um just in a nutshell yeah i mean you know it i so i forget a lot about the early part of the year to be honest yeah me too a year is long and there's so much that's happened in this year that i i forgot whether or not we rebranded the show last year or this year but it was this year um this where year. we really found our stride as the nerdy point of view um, after we kind of spun off and did our own thing. And it was a, it was a difficult decision to make, but ultimately um, I think as a show, it was really beneficial to us to kind of be able to tread our own path and, and kind of uh, just do our own thing the way we want it to be done. And um, it's just really cool as I sit here and I look at this really cool logo um, and I look at the backdrop, uh, the layout of this show that we're doing live, um, you know, and Carrie made that logo um, for anybody who didn't know that uh, she made that logo. It's fucking cool. Um, but we really 
you know, grabbed our destiny in our own hands and for better or worse. And, you know, there were some tough times, uh, you know, where all of us were just kind of beaten down for a couple months there and, and we kind of disappeared off the face of the earth. Um, but there are those of you who stuck with us and we're eternally grateful to you. And that that's a it was a defining moment, really, um, for me personally and for the show proper, I think. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Um, as a um, as a fan of the show and of you guys, you know, um, I think uh, watching the tra- trajectory of uh, when you guys started, um, when things, you know, uh, the transition happened, um, uh, when you guys were on hiatus, you know, things like that. Um, as a fan, I basically waited with bated breath. You know, just for the return. Um, when you change name and things like that, treading your own path. I was like, fuck, why not? You know, and I'm going to stick with them and I'm not going anywhere. Um, because it's not the name of the show or um, or whoever is uh, behind or in front or whatever. It's... It's about the three people, Brian, Carrie, and Martin, and their lives and their stories that keep us all coming back. And, of course, pineapple. And, yeah, the pineapple. And, you know, Carrie's strange um, addiction to pineapple. And And Martin's strange addiction to tying damsels to train tracks. Right, right. I mean, that's like so 1800s. He doesn't have the mustache for it. That's my problem. Like, he has got stunningly handsome facial hair. And I adore it. But he doesn't have like like snidely whiplash kind of mustache. I don't know. I think I'd let him pass with a goatee at least. Something that he can sit there and just like stroke while he comes up. If he just had the goatee and looked like the evil version of, you know, something, that would look fantastic. And a beret. Oh yes, he does have not only fantastic facial hair, but his hair. Oh my god! Oh my god! Right, yeah. I am yeah, so jealous of that hair. Um, when I was about eighteen, nineteen, I had hair like that. I did, folks. Yeah, no. not anymore. No, now you can see a lot of that scalp. Oh, that's gorgeous. Isn't you it? are still gorgeous, Maddie. Um, I will take your word for it. You better. You got no choice in the matter. Sorry. Take it. Take it. (laughs) Uh, Not touching that with a 10 foot pole. (laughs) That got rough. Don't worry. Uh, I'm touching it with my 10 foot pole. Rough and dirty. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So, Carrie, what's the defining moment of of, uh, 2018 for you so far? There's still a little bit left. Obviously, I think the biggest part is my transition. Yeah, no, um, with my transition from Ontario, Canada, uh, to coming to California and getting to meet B in person and spending 
the last four months. Yeah, four months together. And just everything being amazing in every single way. And, of course, him proposing to me recently. And just ever since coming down here, so much good has happened in a lot of different areas in my life. And things are happening that... I thought never would in my life, like me getting fucking married. Trust me, never thought that would happen. <laughs> uh, but here I am, and that was huge. And just kind of exploring different avenues right now. Uh, like I actually have these options available to try, whereas in Brockville, I was a lot more limited. Like, Kind of like nobody there knows what a podcast even is. But <laughs> this uh, is true. They they still use VCRs. I mean, well, tell me I'm wrong. That's not inaccurate. But <laughs> I, no, we moved on. We had DVD players, but they lost us at the Blu-ray. Because we we're just like, fuck you. I finally just got my collection together again from VHS to DVD, and now you're gonna come out with this Blu-ray shit? Fuck That's no. Fair. That's totally. That was fair 15 years ago. Or ten years yeah. ago, or whatever. He makes yeah. he makes this joke that Canada is like a couple decades behind. Only your but, part of Canada. Okay, Brockville. That's a little bit fair. Yeah, <laughs> but we're not so bad. Also, uh, Death by Mage in chat had a request for you to show off that ring. Okay. I don't know if you those meh, meh sounds are Carrie showing off her ring. And trying to get the light to show it off better. It's difficult. It's black diamond, so it's hard to Here, pick hold up. Here, second. Let it focus. Oh, there it is. There it's in focus. We go. Woo! Black diamonds. That was my. Uh, that was my drag name. Yeah. No shit. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Dude, you can't say that like and not have me just jump on it. Like, yeah, fuck yeah. Tell me more about that. Uh, Sorry, no, this isn't I, the year in review anymore. This is Maddie talking about his drag career. Yeah, I, um, I make a very, very ugly woman, um, and uh, because you know I've got this uh, this nose here is not very uh, no, it's not very feminine, and all that. Um, For those of you at home, he is motioning to his face. Oh, my face! Yeah, my giant forehead and face um but uh no actually uh did you guys ever do the the drag name thing um where you take the name of your first pet and then the first or the street that you grew up on oh, no dear, no because and that is how people get your information do you know what mine would be then wait Tell don't me. say it that's literally how people get your information to hack no. your fucking accounts that would mean no, because they need a little bit more information. No, they don't. Like literally, half of the security questions are, "What's the name of your first pet?" and "What street did you grow up on?" Yeah, but I never choose those. Oh God, who would ever choose those? Right? That's well, no. Fuck both of you. Gee. Uh... <laughs> no, I have to share this. That would mean that my drag name would be Tinker Ferguson. Okay, That's... I actually kind of dig that. I like that. <laughs> um, now this was this is like those one of those name things that I always thought was kind of perfect because it's, it's really a fantastic name. Uh, it would be Kiki Calero. 
Ooh. That. That is sexy. Yeah. Yeah. This I, face here with the wig and the makeup and stuff like that, that's no Kiki Calero. No. I don't know. No, yeah, that's uh that's that's Kung Kung something twenty first street, you know. Like. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I don't know what that even fucking means. Well, you know, it, I feel bad for the people that grew up on a like a numbered street when they try to do that game. Oh like, yeah. yeah, like right. as I see um, Chase X Libris. I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, they said mine would be Penny CR four seven two. Yeah, dude, like, that sounds oh. like a kind of badass like android name. I would kind of take that. Android, like, um, a sex bot. Okay, a red wig. I don't know about like that. in Dracula three thousand. Mm. Yes. Oh yeah, can we get the red wig? Um, I have an orange wig. Remember the orange yes, wig? The orange yeah. wig. I love the orange wig. I, I don't remember wig. it. You might need to refresh my memory. Yeah, this is true. Uh, the funny thing is, is, I think I might have it like right here. Um, Do it. For those of you at home listening, Maddie is searching for the orange wig. This is why you need to watch us live when we're live, even though this we is... don't tell anybody when we do it. We just kind of do it randomly. It was, yeah, it was random. But, uh, oh, Mostly. Yeah. Oh, I got yeah. product in my hair and stuff, you know, but whatever. The things I do for my friends. Oh, Sildari says you. sex mode activated and it's fucking about to be. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know, but uh, oh, okay. if you hear an audible thump, that's me getting a, a boner. Okay. There it is. So, it just falls to the floor. There we go. There um, it is. Oh, Woo. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I'm going to fan myself off a little bit. No. Uh, hair. I remember this. I remember <laughs> <hair>. <laughs> you know, having hair in your face and stuff. Oh, the hair You kind of remind me right now almost of like an Archie. Um, just, it's I'm like okay. that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Real quick, Sildari says, place careless whispers and immediately starts to furiously mass. And we all know the rest of that word is turbate. So, you know, I can't disagree, to be honest. So what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I mean, probably what Sildari said. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, you know, you do what you got to do. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, and uh, I don't know. Yeah. I'm gonna change your like your intro instead of he's so chatty. I'm gonna be like the sex icon of the show, Maddie Fast. <laughs> I think that's perfect. Oh, that's that is so not true. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll keep know. it on for a little bit, but yeah. you know the hair gets in the face. It's fake hair too, and you know how annoying fake hair is. Yeah, that is true. I don't, but that's just me. <laughs> oh, because you're such a. Because I'm so what? <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. I was going to say, oh, you're such a tough guy. I, I don't know. I'm I'm really not. <laughs> and and at this, I know. So that's why I didn't. Although I have been stabbed before. So. Oh well, you know, I think that just makes you less of a tough guy and more of a unfortunate person. I walked all the way to the store to buy supplies to clean up the mess. Oh, and it was sorry. in the leg. Okay. All right. You're a tough guy. Thank I have you. to point out Nocturnal Demise's comment. He said, or she, sorry, I don't know if it's he, she, 
But uh, I'm going to get he. I may not be a necromancer, but I know how to make bones rise. That, that's a hell of a line. I like I that love a it. lot. A++, guys. Yeah. yeah. So, 2018, in review, yes. what else happened this year? <laughs> um, Soul Bear RPG was founded as like a legitimate entity. And uh, the thing that, I don't know, my life revolves around. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah, you know. Um, I, I will say that um, uh, Soldier RPG, the... Uh, the two games that I get to play um, because of Soldier RPG uh, have literally changed my life in the best possible way. I I was away from D and D for a very long time. You know, I played in high school. I was, you know, that's all I did in high school. Well, no, I did a lot of things in high school, but. We played a lot of D&D. And then, you know, I was 20, 21, um, had my first boyfriend and he didn't like D&D. He didn't like my friends. And I stopped playing, you know, because I don't know, I was young and dumb. And, uh, and then it's just one of those things. You don't really get back into it unless you're around somebody who's also into it or something like <clears throat> and I did get back into it and uh, because of uh, a nephew and that was great but we could rarely ever play you know we played over Skype they live in California I live here in Idaho and and then I found the community and stuff and then we had that random talk in discord and started threads of fate boom yeah. You know, and uh, and I know that that was a, you know, a big part of um, kind of, yeah, I, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but that all changed my life for the better. I am. Um, I feel like I'm whole again and uh, and the relationships I've made and and whatnot i don't think I'll, i don't think i'd be as close to everyone um i i think the bonds that we've made are so much stronger from being involved in these games together um and yeah i'm so grateful for it i'm so grateful you know for you guys and um, to be able to play these characters and explore different sides of myself, you know, it's awesome. Yeah. Well, I think I speak for everyone when I say that any one of us will fill up any empty holes anytime, Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> I had to, I'm sorry. <laughs> and I guarantee you that wasn't even the champagne talking. Dirtiest <laughs> show so far. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, you know, other than the pineapples. By the way, Maddie, um, whenever you spin away from the mic, you get really quiet. Oh, okay. I need to stop doing that. Um, yeah. Okay. 
I'm sorry. I'm just noticing it on the actual audio feed. Like your voice gets like this big when it's normally like this big. Right. Okay. Yeah. I should probably sit near the mic, but I'm used to a headset. I move around. <laughs> I'll edit that in post. Oh, what's hey, post? Um, as far as like kind of my feelings on it, as one of the co-founders of of um, Soul Bear RPG, it's um. For me, it's more than the games, and it definitely does boil down to the people. Um, the people that we play with and that, you know, we we choose to spend our time with are people that were, were handpicked and cultivated because they're amazing people. Each and every one of them. Every person that's ever been, even in a guest capacity on one of the Soul Bear RPG shows, is somebody that is close to us, somebody that we care deeply about. And it's not hyperbole to say that Soul Bear RPG is family. And I've been involved in a lot of different groups over my lifetime. And a lot of different groups have purported to really have that uh, or be that. But for me, Soul, Soul Bear feels different. And I don't know if it's because, uh, you know, I'm one of the co-founders of it or not. But, you know, so that might be some bias. But. You know, I always feel like any anybody that's in one of the games is able to um, talk to me at any time about a concern they have or about something they want to discuss about their character or a plot point or something. And, you know, we share in each other's victories, not just in game, but in life. And, you know, we share in each other's sorrows, uh, again, not just in game, but in life as well. And it's a rare thing to see. It's a rare thing to cultivate and it's difficult to cultivate because sometimes there are going to be people who you think are part of the family who hurt other members of the family and you have to excommunicate them. And that's a difficult decision to make. But, you know, I like to think we're, we're on the right side of things like that. You know, we do our best to make sure that everybody that is is part of our family feels safe and comfortable at all times. And it's not just paying lip service. It's not just you know, saying the words, it's, it's on action as well. And, you know, it's, it's really cool. The, the community, um, you know, small as it is that, that we built together. Um, but it really does feel like family, you know, when, when Dana lost, you know, almost everything in the hurricane, you know, it, it was a, 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 a call to arms, you know, and we all, did everything we could to be there for her. And we would do that for any of you, you know, or any of us really. And, you know, when something amazing happens, you know, when something great happens, you know, we're all there to cheer each other on, you know, whenever one of us wants to do a side project or, you know, has this cool idea, you know, everybody is, is encouraging and is kind about it and, you know, is willing to offer advice or help with whatever that thing is. And it's it's so cool to have that and not have people shitting on you for it or worried about, you know, oh, you're going to go do your own thing. How is that going to affect us? You know, it's not like that at all. We we want everybody that we play with to do their own thing, be successful and have a fucking blast in life, because ultimately life is really fucking short. And this time commitment that you're spending together, that we all spend together, you know, it's it's a lot and it's worth being good to each other and not being shitty. And I know it's not, it's not just us that are like that as a group, but 
it's cool to have co-founded something that that has that kind of culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Now I've talked a lot. <laughs> well, I mean, you do talk a lot. I do. I do it for a living. Believe it or not. Oh, I know, mm-hmm. dude. Like, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. We like the sound of your voice. This is true. Otherwise, it's not a bad voice. We wouldn't be listening to this shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that cake is kicking in. Um, <laughs> it's the vodka. Maddie's over there just mainlining cake. <laughs> ah, delicious. Um, <laughs> He's got lines of like cake mix in front of him right now. He's going to have uh, loose track marks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, track marks. Wow. <laughs> wow. Let's talk about that. Um, <laughs> and how 2018 has turned Brian into a punster. Um, right. Uh, is that what that, that doesn't feel like a pun? That's yeah, pretty much a pun. Dude. It's a pun. It's pun. Embrace it. You know, Ooh. it's pun adjacent. It's, I, um, it is it is it is so close to a pun that it should be making you vomit but no it came out of your mouth yeah i'm and insulated was, by the wine it was delightful so it certainly wasn't vomit so hmm, i don't know hmm. he's making a lot more puns lately so you know he can be in all he wants it's it's uh it's not uh it's not Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, it is not crazy for this sort of stuff to happen. You guys, basically, you know, you live together. You've been around each other for um, however many months it's been, and I lose track of time. But you start to kind of pick up off of each other. Um, this was bound to happen. The pun is so strong in her, like, it was going to rub off yeah this is why like i'm not making as many puns lately is because it's kind of rubbed off on me onto him so i've kind of lost a little bit of quality there so you know i gotta share the pun time oh wow it's like it's like a pool of puns you know like we we share puns pun slots Mm -hmm. you can only have so many per day Mm -hmm. as a shared collection so you know about this analogy i don't i don't feel good about this analogy at all you don't feel good about this whole conversation at all i mean that's fair that's That's pretty fair so true Uh. so come on what else 2018 in review we talked soul bear we talked the podcast rebranding we talked about engagement which was really cool um What a, so nerdware? Let's talk about so nerdware. Yeah, that's that's something that happened in 2018. That is something that happened in 2018. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, yeah, I, I had this. I've always been a fan of the uh, whatever you call it, like the comical T-shirt, you know, or the graphic tee. I love a good graphic tee. I always have. And I've bought so fucking many over the years. And in the back of my mind, I was always like, God, 
you know, I would love to do that someday. You know, I'd love to make shirts, you know, I don't know why. It's a weird dream to have. Like, I want to make t-shirts. But I did. And, uh, and then one day I figured out that um, I can. Um, and that there was this um, this graphic art type talent inside me that um, I only kind of dabbled with here and there. Um, and it wasn't until I really sat down and said, you know what, I want to try making this and see what happens. And uh, that's that's basically the dirty twenty. You know, that's it was this thought, this idea, and there it was. Um, and that took some trial and error. And I think, I think, uh, ooh, golly, like twenty or thirty different versions. You know, before I got to the point where I, where it is today. Um, but that kind of just set it all in motion from there. Um, you know, I just, uh, dove right in and my family backed me up. Um, my husband was very encouraging. Everyone was very encouraging. My friends, you know, were very encouraging. And, uh, so that just kind of, um, got me to open the store, you know, and, uh, lucky enough to, uh, bring in other talented artists and groups, uh, like joy and dumpstack charisma, Carrie, nerdy point of view, point of view, you know, um, using art from uh, the Bat Clam, yes. uh, from Threads of Fate, stuff like that. It's like, it's it's cool because it's more than just me. It's not just like my thing, you know? It's not just um, Maddie's Vanity Project. It's, it's a lot of Maddie's Vanity Project, honestly. <laughs> um, but there are other people involved there are other um it, it's just really nice to have people that um talented talented gifted people that like what i do that trust me in handling um you know their merchandise and stuff like that and getting their vision out there um it's it's a lot of work but it's probably the greatest um job i've ever had it's a dream job it's a dream job you know i get to be an artist that's fa fucking fantastic yeah Yes, and you're amazing at it, Maddie. Like, I absolutely love your designs, obviously, because if you ask people, I wear at least one of your designs <laughs> every day. So, like, literally, I love representing them. I wore your pants out today. Uh, 
seriously, those things are the most comfortable things to wear, those leggings. Oh. Yeah, I, I, speaking with someone with rheumatoid arthritis, um, I have it in the hips. So a lot of, um, you know, pants and leggings and stuff like that are very uncomfortable for me. And I immediately want pajama pants or a nice big onesie. <laughs> but uh, I can wear your pants all day without any discomfort. And I absolutely love them. I've gotten compliments about them. So seriously, Maddie, keep it up. I'm so glad that you started doing this because this is your like one of many callings. Like streaming is another one of yours and designing these amazing articles of clothing. Plus you have so much that you're expanding to, to uh, what the bottles are, the water bottles, the uh, blah, 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 blah. I just did it again. The speakers, <laughs> uh, everything like you are growing every single day. I see you. And I just, I'm so excited to see what you do this next year. I, um, I gotta take that hair off. Wow. <laughs> Am I making you hot, Maddie? It's okay. Yes, yes. Get me all hot and bothered. Oh, look at my ears. They're so red. Oh, actually, real quick, you're frozen on my screen, so you're frozen oh, on the feed. Oh, that on mine. Oh, shit. I wonder why that is. Oh, I am frozen. Look at that. Oh, that's not pleasant. <laughs> I hate that. Um, you hmm. wanted the wig off and the stream was like, no. I know, right? It's like, <laughs> It's funny because we still hear you perfectly. And he's like yeah. moving on my screen still. Yeah, that's weird. So, yeah. Must be something with the uh, maybe because he's running OBS. And oh, maybe yeah. Uh, I don't know. This this never usually happens to me. I I know it's weird. Um, technology, folks. Technology. Well, we can still hear Maddie, so we'll go with that. Guess, yeah. Um, yeah. You eat that cake. <laughs> 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 Maddie, secret shame. She can see me. Yeah, I can. <laughs> oh shit! There he goes. No. Oh oh. Now it just completely cut out. Oh hold on. No, it's okay. Um. I found okay. a way to fix it. There we go. So Whoa. fuck all y'all. I'm the best. <laughs> yeah, you Word are. to your mother. Yeah, oh. I literally troubleshooted that shit on the fucking fly while y'all were watching. This is why I do the technology shit. It's because you are a wizard. Yeah, you are. I am not a wizard. He's a DM. Oh. I'm worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, uh, kind of what Carrie said. Uh, I think 2019 is going to be a big year for So Nerdware. 2018 is where you built your foundation. And the sky's the limit for you. You know, you've got cool designs. You've got great partnerships. And you've got a good head for business. You know, we, we've talked in private and yeah. I know kind of your thoughts for some of the future stuff. And I'm excited to see what you do. I think you're going to do some fucking cool shit. Uh, shit. Blah. Now Carrie's wordliness is rubbing off on me. Blah. Wordlessness. There you Wordlessness. Go. Words are fucking hard. Okay. They're, they're hard on a good day. I've had a very exhausting three weeks. Mm. You know? I've had a very exhausting life. All right. No. <laughs> I mean, if we want to go back that fucking far. No, but it, like, seriously, the last few weeks have been torture. Oh, um, God. Yeah. No, I can barely move. Uh, I'm in this sitting position. And if I move in any different position, I will scream. Um, uh, yeah, that's fair. Um, but, you know, I, I appreciate 
I appreciate everything you guys have said. And one thing I appreciate so much is I have gotten a lot of support and I am so grateful. Um, honestly, more support and more encouragement than I ever expected. Um, but I will say that I, you know, outside of my husband and anyone that I'm related to, uh, the two of you have been literally the most encouraging, supportive uh, people in this uh, when I'm doing this. And just it means it means a lot. It really means a lot. I am really uh, trying to avoid the uh, tear show and all that other <laughs> shit. Um, but it means so much. And uh, I just hope you guys know how much I appreciate you, your support, your friendship. Um, yeah. I love you guys. I love lot. you too, Maddie. Oh. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a two-way street, man. You know, yeah. you're just as supportive and, you know, you do just as much for us as we could ever hope to do for you. You know, since the beginning of the show, you've been our biggest cheerleader. And, yeah. you know, it's just we all we all came together as strangers. We started talking as strangers. And over the past, you know, a little bit over a year now, we we become family. And I truly believe that, you know, as much as like, you know, Soul Bear RPG as a whole is family. Maddie, you are like an actual brother to me. You're like the brother that I never got to have, you know, and I love my sister, but I did always want a brother and like you're it, man. And, you know, your your unending positivity, your your good vibes that you're just constantly putting out into the world, you know, even when you're doubting yourself or even when you're, you know, concerned that something you're doing isn't going to work. You still always have that silver lining. There's always that little nugget of positivity that you just dig out of the crap. And I admire the fuck out of that because I this is the first year I've tried positivity on and it didn't fit quite perfect. You know, it's like when you go to like JC Penny and you put on a shirt that you think is going to fit, but it's a little bit too tight and it's showing a <laughs> couple of extra rolls that you weren't trying to show off to everybody. Oh, yeah. um, it's kind of like that's kind of how positivity fit on me. You know, I still wore it out, but I was pretty self-conscious about it. <laughs> um, but you always manage to make it look easy, you know, and I know it's not. I am I know it's not, but you just always have that vibe about you. And, you know, no matter how things are going or what's going on, you're the most dependable person that I've ever met. And you're always there to, you know, say exactly the right thing even if you don't know what you're saying is exactly the right thing it is and it's always been incredible it's one of uh one of the many many things i love about you as a human oh okay oh, really? just hold it together you got this wow um god damn it brian <laughs> <laughs> i've been told i have a way with words you do he does you have a way with words. Yeah, but uh, to be fair all i'm doing is speaking from the heart so This is the time where we would say we're going to commercial break, but we don't actually have any of yeah. those. No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> uh, I will. Um, I will say 
I have four brothers. Um, and it's a weird, you know, thing where, you know, like three of them are like stepbrothers and one of them's a half brother, whatever, you know, families are weird, you know, like white trash people, like we exist. It's, it's hardcore. Um, I, I am very, or at least I was very, very close with my youngest, my younger brother. Um, I would say that, um, I would say that I think, I think of, uh, I definitely, yeah, it's so weird, you know, because it's true and I hate to admit it. Um, I hate to admit it that I think that you are definitely more of a brother than any of my brothers. And, uh, I know that no matter what, what the fuck, you know, no matter, you know, you have had some really hard times. Um, and since, since we've known each other, you've had some, some struggles and no matter what, you know, even in your, on your worst day, um, if anybody, uh, you know, including myself, if anybody needs you, you're there, you're on, you know, um, and especially whenever I have ever reached out for anything, you know, um, you are always on, you're always there. Um, outside of outside of my husband you are definitely like the one person that i know that i can count on no matter what you know like do or die you know and yeah i i fucking love you man you know? i fucking love you too man i fucking love you both <laughs> oh <laughs> i love you too carrie god damn it speaking of love yeah, that's right. I fucking worked a segue into an episode without topics. That's how fucking good I am. But bam. <laughs> um, so, you know, I, I touched a bit on the professional. Um, Carrie touched a bit on the personal. I haven't really touched on the personal at all yet. But the biggest thing, obviously, for me, uh, 2018's held a lot. You know, the rebranding of the show, patches of drama, which I avoid like the fucking plague. Um, <laughs> the formation of Tal'Dorei New Dawn, which I'm incredibly proud of. Um, you know, that was an incredibly stressful thing to start. Um, starting Tal'Dorei, we were the, we were, I, I had not seen another, uh, company doing a Tal'Dorei show aside from Critical Role at the time. And we may or may not have been the first, I don't know. But we were one of the first for damn sure. And playing around in that world uh, was intimidating as fuck. And I feel like we all grabbed the bull by the horns and ran with it. And I'm incredibly proud of what we've created. Um, Comedy of Strahd, you know, starting that was a great moment where Carrie Quinn and I were uh, <laughs> sitting at a cigar lounge with drinks and cigars. And we're like, wouldn't this be funny? And then it became a fucking reality. Um, yeah. I think the best ideas are born over booze, but that's just me. That's just me. All of my best ideas have at least. Um, but none of those were the greatest thing that happened to me this year. 
the greatest thing that happened to me this year was falling in love. As cheesy as that sounds. And the reason is because I finally got to a point in my life. Took me 31 years at that time. It was, yeah, it was 31. Took me 31 years to finally get to a point where I was like, you know what? I don't need a woman in my life. I don't need to date. I don't, you know, I'm good being single. And that was always a struggle for me in the past. Uh, Being single was something I wasn't comfortable with. I always felt like I had to have somebody there. Um, I got really lonely. But finally, after my divorce, I realized, no, I can be my own man. I can do the things that interest me. I can do what I want. I don't have to be held back. And the fun thing is, I still don't. And that's really cool. But, you know, I finally came to to this this great acceptance, this huge epiphany in my life that I didn't need anybody. And then in walks Carrie. Um, you know, we were already doing the show by then. We already knew each other and we had already been talking a whole bunch. But, you know, then it became us talking daily. Then it became us talking all day long, every day, and never getting tired of it, never getting stale or boring or, you know, whatever. And then came, what was it, late December? I think it was last year. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, last year, late December. And. It, uncharacteristically, I had not heard from Carrie all day long. And by about 14 hours, I'm I'm a little panicked because I know that, you know, Carrie has health issues. That's not really a secret to anybody here. Um, And I thought maybe something terrible had happened and there would be no way for me to know. So I tracked her best friend down through Facebook, which, yes, does de- seem stalkerish as fuck in hindsight. But wee bit. Yeah. It's fine. Um, But just to make sure she was okay, you know, and that, you know, then I heard she was in the hospital and I was like, well, fuck, my fears were founded. Um, But that was kind of when I realized that, oh, oh, no, I like her as more than a friend. This is bad. For many reasons. I mean, you know, she's in Canada, Brockville, Ontario, which is like not even the west coast of Canada, but like as far fucking away as you can be and still be in North America, um, which also introduces immigration issues and all sorts of fun shit. So it is a relationship that never should have worked. You know, on paper, if you looked at this like math, you'd look at this shit and be like, don't do it. No, X does not equal Y on this motherfucker. Um, but uncharacteristically, I think for both of us, we, we threw logic to the wind and said, fuck that. If anybody is hard headed enough to make it work, it's us. Damn straight. And then it did. Uh, Gunblade X6 asks, uh, did they find X many times? <laughs> oh, he found <laughs> Sorry. The question was asked. I had to answer <laughs> anyway um but the greatest thing about all of this is that uh not only did i fall in love with my best friend but now i get to marry them and that's fucking cool because i always understood relationships to be one thing and it turns out it's a completely different thing if you're doing it right and now i really feel like i'm doing it right and I feel like I have a real partner in crime rather than somebody who is 
just never going to understand who I am or what I am. And I'm a big mess. I'm a big oh. bag of mess a lot of times. You know, I, I, no, let's be fair. I put together a pretty good public persona where, like, I, I look like I know what I'm doing. 90% of my life is a fucking fire drill. I'm like, oh, oh, I don't know what to do now. I better figure it out real fucking quick and pretend like I do. <laughs> I mean, let's face it. The whole of Soul Bear RPG and even this podcast was put together with fucking sticks and mud because I had no fucking clue what I was doing and I just figured it out. Like, but that's cool. That's my life. And and Carrie understands that and is is there and doesn't judge me for it and supports me. And it's a fucking amazing feeling. So that's my number one thing about 2018 is that uh, I asked my best friend to marry me and she said yes. There is nothing in the world better than falling in love with your best friend. This is true. Speaking from experience, you know, um, it doesn't get much better than that, dude. No. Though I gotta say, he made me cheesy as fuck. She blames me for it, but I feel like it was always there. No, no. I was the person that, like, gagged at any kind of, like, romance or mushiness or... You know, and then all of a sudden, I am saying the cheesiest shit to him, and I'm just... But that's what happens. Love does it. It's not his fault. It's love. Exactly. I just never thought it was in me to do. Like, Oh, no, it's in everybody. It's in everyone. You just have to find, like, real, real love. Okay? There's a lot of love out there. Lots of love. Fake love, pseudo love, puppy love, fun love, <laughs> other love, um, but real fucking love, like, uh, no, yeah, it makes you do cheesy shit. It makes you say oh, yeah. cheesy things that you're like, oh my god, like, like it makes you want to throw up in your mouth after you say these things. But, yep. <laughs> but it's, it's there. It it makes you want to do it, and uh, yeah, yeah, it's true though, like, yeah. Like, like he was saying like before, especially after getting out of a really bad relationship, I was to that point where I'm like, you know what? I don't like having to report where I am 24 seven and what I'm doing. And just, I thought to like, okay, yeah, I'm perfect. Just being single. I'm totally happy being like this for the rest of my life and doing the things that I want to pursue without somebody getting in the way of that and i never thought that i would meet somebody that would not only like not stand in my way but keep me going as well like not just by you know helping me by actually actively doing things but just giving me the strength to do it and helping me believe in myself to do it and you know like never beating me down it's it's always just positive and yeah i just never knew it could be like this and i'm just so happy that i found it and cheesy as fuck or not i love this guy and yeah i'm gonna drink my wine i love maddie too it's okay (laughs) (laughs) it's adorable Mm. (laughs) i love it well 
this has really been kind of 2018 in a nutshell. There's, I mean, we could literally spend hours talking about it, but what I thought would be fun is we've never done like a live Q and a, and I feel like the last episode of the year is the best time to do that. So what I would like to do is anybody in chat, if you want to ask us literally anything, if you want our opinion on literally anything, just ask. And, uh, you know, we'll uh, we'll answer in the best way we know how, which is probably with a lot of sarcasm. Yes, lots of sarcasm. Oh, sorry. We'll, we'll see if this works. If no. nobody has questions, nobody has questions. That's fine. We've had a hell of a show. I, I have can make up questions on the fly. You might not like them, but... Ask away. Yeah, ask away. Oh. What kind of questions do you have, dear? Well, oh, wait, wait, we actually have one in chat oh, first. Oh, good. Gunblade X6 asks, uh, what has been your best Christmas gift throughout the years? Oh. Ooh. Well, shit. I know mine, if you guys don't know yours. I don't. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Right? When I was little, <laughs> and I'm dating myself here, my parents got me a Game Boy. Like, the original, like, brick like you could put it in a sock and beat somebody with it game boy <laughs> and it came with tetris and i played yeah. the fuck out of tetris forever that's still probably my favorite original game boy game like well aside from jurassic park the jurassic park game on game boy on the original game boy was fucking rad i don't care what anybody says and i'm so pissed i accidentally traded it to some douchebag no. and never traded it back to me <sighs> for some fucking lame game i don't even remember what it was Oh, uh, you know what? Actually, I do have an answer for this. But uh, to be fair, when I was young, every summer we spent in a campground. It was called. I know the name sounds weird, but it was called Pleasure Park. <laughs> <laughs> it legitimately was. <laughs> but um, we like I said we had like a 31 foot trailer and we just spent the whole summer there and it was great. We would do a lot of fishing and uh bocce playing and just yeah it was a lot of fun but um i remember one year they had held a christmas in july event and it was the first that they were doing it and my parents hadn't heard of it and i was young enough at that point that i still believed in santa which if there's kids watching santa is totally real super and real also if you're a kid that's watching go away you yeah, should not be watching should not be here right now <laughs> um yeah. But, uh, so, like, I'm sitting, I'm down at the event, right? Like, they have Santa, and he's handing out gifts to the kids, and I'm waiting for my name to be called, and my parents are freaking out, because part of the event was parents were supposed to buy gifts and give it to the camp owners so Santa could hand it out. So, they're sitting like, well, Carrie, Santa might not have known that you were here today. And I'm like, he's fucking Santa. Of course he knows, like, he, I'm here. Like, he knows everything. So, like, like, my name will be called, and I'm waiting, and I'm waiting. And there's a lot of kids in this campground. So, here's what my dad did. My dad hopped in his truck, and he drove, like, the 30 minutes back to town. Fucking zipped around, looked for a gift for me, and then raced back, like, hoping that they were still handing out gifts by the time he got back. And, like, I mean, he got back, he wrapped it up fucking quickly, and somehow without me noticing got it to santa i was the last kid called because it was that last minute and uh it was 
um, a package of pogs with a slam board. And I remember the slam board was an eight ball in the shape of an eight ball. And I remember like being the last kid called because like near the end, I'm sitting there and I'm like starting to question things. Right. And I'm like, wait, like my parents were saying, like, what if what if Santa's not real? What if those kids at school were telling the truth? What if what if, you know, and I was still young enough that my parents didn't want to blow that, you know, childhood belief of Santa like they, they just wanted to keep that going for me so they managed it and by the end of it I like went up to them and I'm like see Santa knew I was here I told you so <laughs> but like they told me the story years later and I thought it was just really sweet that my dad went to that trouble just to race in town come back and just do that for me so even though I had some you know bigger gifts I think that was my best gift him doing that for me yeah, that is good. Uh, you, got, <laughs> you know, I spent most of my 20s doing things to my brain. Um, it doesn't work so well all the time. Um, but then Carrie's story brought something up. And I was like, oh, oh. Yeah, it's going to get real cheesy, uh, real sad. Um, But uh, uh, I was 16 and um, I was living, you know, uh, away. Uh, My parents split up and everything like that, you know, so um, I lived with my mom. my, My little brother lived with dad and, you know. I would occasionally see him go up to see him at Christmas. You know, we didn't live very close. Um, my dad got cancer, you know. Um, and uh, there was this Christmas, you know, he did not, uh, he didn't want me to come up um, because, you know, he was, he was dying, you know. Um, and, uh, but I came up anyway. And it was really weird because uh, when I saw my dad, I hadn't seen him in, you know, probably almost a year. Uh, he had, oof. Um, it was about two months before he died. And um, he was wasted away, you know, um, so skinny, so just not dad, you know. Yeah. Um, and uh yeah it was really rough seeing that everything um and then christmas morning comes and you know my dad was living with uh um family uh that i wasn't very close to and um they were doing the gifts and everyone's opening gifts and you know, I'm 16. And I'm just kind of sitting there on a chair on the side, just like watching, you know. Um, but I had one gift uh, that I remember. I think maybe there was two, but it's just the one that I remember. Um, and it was, uh, it was something my dad, um, uh, something my dad got me. And uh, it was a t shirt. You know, it was just a t-shirt. Um, 
And without getting into specifics, but you know, it was a it was a sports team, and it was um, new and everything, and it was just um, it was the last gift, you know, it was the last uh, last gift I ever got from my dad, um, and I wore the hell out of that shirt until, well, I grew out of it because. I was 16, you know. Mm-hmm. I grew a lot um, those last few years. And, uh, yeah, it's funny. It's a fucking t-shirt, dude. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, but it's the feelings attached. Exactly. Um, yeah, but I remember that. <clears throat> to this day, I remember. The, I remember exactly. Yeah, I remember everything. Um, yeah. Right. And. Uh, and then when I was five, I got Castle Grayskull. So, <laughs> thank and you for also, coming up with like a gift because Lord knows now I feel like a fucking like ass. I'm like, yeah, I got a Game Boy. That was really cool. And you guys are like, here's a tragic story from my childhood. I'm like, I know, oh. but it, like seriously though, like um, my my parents were really funny um, when they were together and everything like that. When I was a kid, you know, there's mm-hmm. maybe five. Um, I don't know. It wasn't a lot of years. All right. You know, they didn't have a great track record. There was like their third marriage each kind of thing, you know, like, um, so, you know, I mean, they, they tried, um, but, but when they were together and I was a kid, um, they had this thing Christmas, Christmas, I got a really big gift and then like, uh, some little gifts, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh yeah, those uh, a couple of those really big gifts. I I, I mentioned Castle Grayskull. That was awesome. Yeah. Um, the I think the next year or the year after that, um, <clears throat> I brought up on the last episode, um, the Mask TV show from from the eighties. Yep, mm-hmm. the toys. They had the uh, Boulder Mountain base. Yeah, that was my big gift that year. Oh my god, that oh. thing was awesome. Oh my, god. <laughs> oh my god. Um, we did get another question while that question was going on. Yes. Uh, Gabriel's nine, super fan of Taldore, uh, is there for every episode. Love Gabriel's nine. Um, yeah, asks, yeah. how did Carrie come up with Talia, <laughs> who is on Comedy of Strad? Yeah, well, actually, funny enough, um. We were watching an anime called uh, Konosuba, uh, I believe it's the name of Kon- it. Konosuba, yeah. Konosuba, that's it. And there's a character there. Uh, her name is Dustiness Ford Lalatina. Uh, and she is a crusader, and she has slight masochistic uh, tendencies. Slight. Slight, just a little bit. Big time but, uh, masochistic yeah, borderline hentai-ish a little bit. Uh, Throw that chick a tentacle, she'll be all about that life. Oh my god, she really would. So I thought it would be super fun to play a character like that, but a little bit toned down. Like, not... I know, I know it's hard to think that Talia is toned down. She is not but, toned uh, down at all. I think I've toned her down a little bit. She got rejected think. by the tentacle. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but hey... To be fair, uh, Ford in that one episode where they're facing off against um, uh, the knight who could take his head off. 
Oh, the, uh... Oh. Fuck. Uh, right? It's, oh, like, right on the God. tip of my tongue. I can't remember right now, but he's, like, this... The big boss evil guy in this uh, series of episodes. And, like, he faces off against them, and she freaks him the fuck out. Like, I absolutely love that scene and that's what i kind of like based my inspiration around of i'm like i want to be able to intimidate people by freaking them out with their masochistic tendencies like and it worked yeah it super worked yep i'm telling you anime is a great place to find uh source material to be inspired (laughs) okay weird though i love anime i can't get into it oh i i was obsessed Ever that, since I discovered that's it. a whole nother conversation. <laughs> yeah, it um, is. we got another question. Uh, Gunblade X six asks uh, the worst injury you've gotten, and I know mine. Oh, I know like, yours. Yeah. yeah. Go uh, for it. <laughs> okay. So uh, when I was uh, like nineteen, I was working for UPS as a well. I worked the night shift, but then during the holidays, yeah, this did happen during the holidays. I was working as a driver helper. Um, basically you get a brown uniform, you dress like a fucking UPS man and you go out and you, uh, essentially are the package runner because it's so busy during that time that it's easier for the driver just to drive and you to jump out and deliver shit. So my second day doing that, uh, um, I was at a residential street and I looked both ways. Then I looked both ways again. And then I went to cross what happened was a girl from the high school that is on the street we were on came out of an exit only driveway, then went to the wrong side of the road. And I'm looking the other way because literally no traffic should have been coming from that way at that point. Um, and I'm focusing on the other side of the road and I hear the car coming a split second before it hits me. I used uncanny dodge <laughs> and it halved the damage, <laughs> which was lucky. Because the damage was pretty fucking extensive. Uh, The car hit me. And it hit me on my right side. And it kind of spun me into the vehicle. And I went tumbling off and hit the ground. Still holding the package. Because I'm a fucking badass. And I didn't drop that shit. And there was so much adrenaline pumping through my system. That I jumped up and I delivered the package. And the girl who hit me took off. It was a hit and run. So (laughs) the funny thing about all this is as the car is connecting with my flesh, (laughs) um, the only thing that I can think of in my head is, huh, that sounds just like it does in the movies. Because, (laughs) you know, I'm a fucking freak. Um, So I run back to the UPS truck and the driver's like, holy fuck. I'm like, I know. I'm like, let's go. Let's go to the next stop. He's like, no, 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 no. You don't understand. You just got hit by a car. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I fucking understand. I was there. (laughs) Let's go. He's like, no, it was a hit and run. We have to call the police. I'm like, ah, God, that sounds like a lot of paperwork. Let's just let's just go. Uh, But but he insisted. And I'm kind of glad he did, even though it turns out he was drunk on the job. That's why he wasn't able to warn me that the fucking car was coming. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's a whole nother story. Um, But uh, the police tried to blame it on me because it's the Santee Sheriff and well, I don't want to denigrate them too badly because they did come in clutch during the shooting at my school, but that's another story for another day. I have lots of stories. Uh, I'll be telling that one soon. But um, yeah, no, I, w- I felt fine that day because of the adrenaline pumping through my system. 
went to sleep at night, woke up, couldn't move at all. Like every inch of my body was in searing pain. And it turned out after I went to the hospital and got scanned and all that shit, they missed the fact that I had internal bleeding. And months later, it would scar and heal all fucked up. And my arm was like a chicken wing because I couldn't lift it past like about what would you call that? Like three inches. Um, and it turned out that it couldn't move any further because the scar tissue had actually, uh, formed over the joint and like the tendons and shit, whatever's in there. And they had to surgically cut it all out and then immobilize it. So yeah, I'd say that was probably my worst injury. Yeah. Yeah. I have to think cause I have a lot of them. I have a <laughs> lot of injuries. Oh, I got stabbed. That was a thing. Yeah. But that one wasn't so bad. I just bled a whole lot because it nicked an artery. But real quick, I guess uh, I had watched a lot of John Carpenter's vampires and I got the bright idea because I was like, because of the incidents that this happened, and I really don't want to go into detail of that. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so we took a lighter and we burned it closed and it didn't work God. the first time. Then I went to shock. My buddy finished it the second time and then that worked. So then I walked to the store, got some gauze and shit, realized, oh, shit, they're going to call the cops and then hid in an alley and dressed my wound. Oh, my God. Because I was still covered in blood when I went there because I was drunk. So, of course. Yeah. Those are probably my two worst injuries. Though I would have been stabbed in the chest, but I was wearing a protective vest. So I that one wasn't an injury, but that was fucking close. No kidding. I would have liked to actually meet you someday, so I appreciate you staying alive up to this point. Right? I Oh, man, do I have a fucking past. Yup. Yup. That happens. Uh, mine's not quite as exciting. <laughs> um, as people know, my knee dislocates, or may or may not know. Uh, due to my rheumatoid arthritis, it's deteriorated my... Um, cartilage in my bone to the degree that I have no cartilage in between my bone, uh, my knee. So it's just bone on bone and they've been rubbing on each other for so long that there's a smooth surface. So my knee dislocates. It's called a, uh, lateral patellar dislocation. And so this happens very easily. Uh, this is why I walk very carefully. I don't fucking wear high heels anymore because that shit no no <laughs> i like to walk and um so but when this first happened my very first knee dislocation happened in grade eight uh this isn't my worst injury by the way that <laughs> i was just playing soccer and i was known as the type the tackler kind of like if they wanted somebody down they sent me in so this was not like professional game this was just kids playing out in the field by the way <laughs> and uh so i remember chris laborde i think his name was he had the ball so i was gunning after him like i was a good runner back then i ran like a fucking i don't know what like a chicken on meth but uh <laughs> <laughs> no like because of the way that my knees are, I don't run with my legs straight. They kind of like go out a little bit. So I do not look like very um, attractive while running. But I could run. Could. Past tense. Uh, so I'm 
looks like gunning after him. And then all of a sudden my knee dislocated. I did a couple barrel rolls. I thought my leg was broken because I didn't know what happened. And everyone's just like standing over me in a circle been like, dude, you tripped. And I'm like, I didn't fucking trip. Like something happened. Fast forward later on, we found out knee dislocations, had knee surgery, blah, blah, blah. But I was a really active kid. So the fact that like they were telling me I couldn't do things anymore didn't really fly with me. So I thought I could still ice skate because that was a thing I loved to do. And so one year, uh, my friend uh, Jason, he lived on a lake and it was wintertime. So it was frozen and we liked to usually go ice skating and he's like well are you sure like you can do this and i'm like yes and i'm like it's fine i'll be fine i'll just be careful <clears throat> well he was with his girlfriend at the time so i was giving them some space you know letting them mac on her a little bit and so they were about 30 feet ahead of me and i was just kind of skating around behind and just doing my own thing and as I was skating, my knee dislocates. And as I go down, I landed on the leg. With, yeah, I, I, this is one I still cringe on when I think about it. So I, so it stayed out. And I, I was, when it's out, my body is paralyzed. I can't talk. I can barely move. Like usually, so sometimes when it pops out normally, it will stay out. And I kind of have to like force myself to like move my leg or my hand to kind of push it back in. And that is really hard because, like I said, your whole body is like tensed up. And I couldn't do it this time because I'm on the leg and I'm just sitting there and I'm trying to say his name like J, 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 J. And nothing was coming out. And I guess like 30 feet ahead, he managed to hear a squeak. And he was like, I know that squeak. Fuck, Carrie! And he kind of like spun around, and that's when he saw me down. And he comes like, no, he didn't come back, sorry. He ran to get his brother. Uh, he had an older brother, Paul. And uh, he ran to get Paul, and Paul came running out on the ice to save the day. And uh, he managed to like, I don't like to be touched when my knee pops out. It's just a thing that most of my friends learn about me very quickly, where yeah. they're like, Ooh, come on, let's just move you. Like, don't fucking touch me. Just give me my time. This was like the one time where I'm like, get me up. Get me up, please. Because like I said, my, this was the longest my knee has ever stayed out. And I'm cringing as I think about it. And uh, the funny thing is, this adds like a little bit of humor and embarrassment at the end, is because my body was going through all kinds of things, and because his shoulder was digging into my gut, because he literally threw me over his shoulder, I was farting the whole way back <laughs> to the house. <laughs> you never told me that part, and I've heard the yeah, story a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, his face is right there. <laughs> he was a champ. He did not make me feel like shit for it until, like, a couple years later. And he was like, yeah, I knew. I, I totally knew. And I'm like, fuck. Oh, your parts are hard to mask. <laughs> I know. Carrie, that's 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 it's really like an open sewage line. <laughs> that's what, Maddie? Really shitty of you. I I, <laughs> oh, I hope not literally. Yeah, I hope you feel pretty crappy about that. <laughs> uh, I I might have. I don't oh. remember that part, but um, 
but oh my god, the swelling was. I thought you were gonna say the smell, <laughs> not a lot. <laughs> no, see, that's the one good thing about Canadian winters is your nose is so runny with snot and shit like oh. that that you can barely smell things. So I'm hoping, because he never said anything about the smell. He just said he could hear them, because every time he kind of like jostled, it would be like toot 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 toot. <laughs> Because that's the sound my ass makes when I fart. It's just like, Doot. no, it doesn't. But um, <laughs> but uh, so that that definitely, I'd consider one of my worst injuries because, uh, see, that's the one thing that I still cringe when I think about. Um, yeah, I, I was one of those kids that um, overly cautious, scared of everything. Um, yeah, I really, I mean, I've never broken a bone, um, and, uh, I don't have a lot of injuries, injuries. I was hit by a car, but, like, the car started to see me before it hit me, so it was like, I mean, my knee's still, you know, like, I can tell when it's gonna rain, and, uh, you know, in the winter, it fucking hurts, but. I know that feeling. It's... It wasn't like like anything like Brian's, um, but I have experienced something that no man should ever have to experience. I haven't just experienced once; I've experienced it five times in four years, and that, my friends, kidney stones. Mm. Oh yes! Oh, oh. no! Oh yeah. Oh that shit is real. That shit is oh my god. Um yeah. And you know it's not like um I don't know, on the TV shows and things like that when they someone gets a kidney stone, they're just going to go, "Oh, we're going to go in there and blast it out." And it's just going to Yeah, right. Um yeah, no. That's like if you have a giant kidney stone or something like that. No, no, no. I was getting those stones that were just small enough that, oh, we're going to let you pass this. Oh. Mm. Of course. So, Mm. um, if you've never seen a kidney stone, okay, um, you know, it's it's a little, it's a little. I mean, it's a little stone, um, made of calcium and whatever. Um, but if you look really closely, it's essentially, um, like a little round ball or you know, or a little round thing or a little thing that has, I don't know how many, but could be a hundred, thousand, whatever. Tiny little spikes all over it. And that shit is dragging down your insides. It's not. I haven't personally gone through it, but I saw my dad go through it. And uh, like that man had a strong like pain threshold and he. He was in agony and I've never like seen him go through something like that and. Yeah, someone said in the comments, it's compared to the pain is compared to childbirth. 
And, like, I can't imagine, like... And I have no threshold for pain. I don't have a pain threshold. (laughs) I am a giant wuss when it comes to pain. Um, And, yeah, I mean, that's the thing that, like, I have never, ever had anything else in my life literally make me double over, just collapse onto the ground because it was so excruciating um yeah yeah oh, man i've and got it, a lot to look forward to oh yeah so you know it's it's one of those things it happened and i the funny thing is though it happened like it happened five times to- i had five of them in four years and i haven't had one since and when you get these things the doctors they all right Here's the other thing. This is gross. If you get a kidney stone, you're going to pass. The doctor is going to ask you to collect it. Yep. Oh, how? And so, how, you ask? (laughs) No, I I take it back. Yeah. (laughs) This is how. They're going to send you home with a screen. Like a funnel. A funnel with the screen. And you're going to have to pee into this thing every time you every time you pee because you never know. I mean, honestly, you really never know when it's actually passing um, because the pain isn't where you think it is. OK, yeah, the pain isn't, you know, it's it's like up in there, you know, um, I think the medical term is a ureter or whatever. Um, that's where the pain is. Once it gets past that, it's pretty much shish, depending on the size. Smooth sailor. Um, but yeah, so you never know. So you gotta pee on the screen. And, uh, yeah, my experience was, um, four out of five times, uh, basically spent a week on Vicodin. Um, and then it finally passes. So a week of peeing in a fucking funnel. Yeah. That you have to then wash off in your sink. Ugh. You know what? I'd, I'll take getting hit by a car again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's gross. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, the fifth time, um, I spent three weeks mm. and it didn't come out. Oh. So, you know what they do? Yep. They I go don't... up and get it. Yeah. Oh, for the oh, love of God. fuck, man. I've seen diagrams of that because I took medical office admin. So this was part of our lesson. But... I mean, you're like, and oh. this, this is when you have, you know, the, the urologist looking you straight in the eyes and saying, we're going to go up and get it. I'm like, you're going to go up? There's no up. Oh, there's up. Yeah, there's an up. Definitely up. There's an up. And, uh, yeah, it's not pleasant. It's not pleasant, folks. Oh. Okay. And and it gets worse, and I'm not going to continue because (laughs) I think I've ruined Brian for life. (laughs) You know, the worst part is now knowing what to expect. Yep. So, that's fun. Um, We do have another question. Thank God. Let's move from this one. Okay, sorry, um, I just have to add in quickly. I forgot, because this isn't my worst injury ever, but this is a hilarious injury. I tore my rotator cuff 
by coughing. <sighs> that is true. Yep. I had to get my uh, rotator cuff, I think that's what it's called, uh, removed. And, oh, my bursus. Uh, my bursus? Uh, I can't remember the names of things. But they had to go in and remove it. And they said that, yeah, about 86% uh, percent of injuries in that area is from coughing or sneezing, oddly enough. Because people, the importance of looking straight ahead while sneezing or coughing is so important. Don't look off to the side. Don't be a statistic. Don't. Yep. That's that's the yeah, I had to share that. That was my pride and joy injury. <laughs> All right. So Gabriel's nine uh, says, uh, speaking of stones, how did me, my, uh, I come up with the idea of turning the deck of many things to stones? Uh, for those who uh, were not there uh, in an episode of Taldore, we had a temple called the Temple of Fates where uh, basically uh, players had to choose between two stones and essentially those stones were um, analogs of the deck of many things that idea i wish i had a really cool answer for this but um this was a this was over god maybe a year and a half ago i came up with this idea back when i had a group that i was dming for in person um and they were getting close to some really cool shit and i was like you know, I love the deck of many things. It's such an interesting thing, but you know, it's kind of like the player's choice whether or not they're going to pull from the deck of many things. What if they went to a temple and in order to proceed through the temple, they had to make that choice. They had to do it. They had to take the <laughs> Delta J Ford says uh, deck of many things kisses butt. And <laughs> that's super fucking fair. Super fucking fair. Um, I love but anything. yeah, you know, what if, what if you looked at it like fate, you know, what if this deck of many things was almost like it, it told your fate, you know, whether something good or something bad was going to happen to you. So the way I did it was, um, you know, good stone, bad stone. And yeah, I don't know. It just the idea just came to me one day. I was just like, you know, it would be cool if this was utilized in a completely different way than I have ever seen it. And no, Delta J Ford, we don't forget first names. Um, I'm for the nature of the podcast. So people know who I'm talking to. Delta J Ford is Derek, who <laughs> has played Othello, Larsden, and now plays Siegfried Castle on Taldori, A New Dawn. For those of you who are listening uh, today when the podcast airs uh, on audio. <laughs> but yeah, um, that's pretty much the answer. I just thought that it was going to be a pretty fucking cool way to do the deck of many things. I thought that it'd be an interesting way to kind of weave the idea of fate and a temple of fate into the deck of many things. So that was, yeah. that was that. <laughs> it was, uh, it was clever. And fucked up. Well, I never said it wasn't fucked up. <laughs> um, because I, what, what are we really like? We're like fifth level, I think. Yeah, I think yeah. you were. Yeah, I think you were fifth level. Fifth level in the deck of many things. Those things. Yeah. You were going yeah. after a vestige. You were going after whisper. All right, so you know. I mean, we probably shouldn't have been going after whisper, but you know. 
that's whatever. I mean, you guys are averaging about a death of vestige, so. <laughs> Ooh, Gabe has a good question, though, for you, uh, B. Yes. Uh, uh, Gabe Ruiz 9 asks, uh, how many members of Vox Machina are still alive in my Tal'Dorei game? And that I can't say, unfortunately. Ooh. Because it would ruin the surprise, you know? Who knows yeah. who you guys will bump into in the world. Um, I don't want to say it out loud, but I do know the answer to that. I just can't share it because it would ruin the magic, and nobody really wants that. This is true. But you can tell me after. Nope. I'm not oh. telling anybody. Not even you. But I want to know. Then watch the show. You know. Just like everybody else. You're not fucking special just because we're engaged. But my mommy said it. No, she didn't. <laughs> no, she didn't. I <laughs> I know she didn't. <laughs> um. All right. Does anybody have any other questions for us before we call it a night? Well, yes. Nightbot wants to know if we have an Amazon Prime subscription. Subscription. We do. Subscription, maybe? Hmm. Yes. Yes, we do. Ooh. Um, okay, Gabriel's 9 wants to know uh, how I came with my death cleric. Uh, Gabriel's 9, just to ask, um, are you talking about uh, Kane in... Um, Wow, I'm forgetting the show's name because I've been drinking that wine. Oh, Lost in Time. Yeah, Lost in Time. Are you talking about Kane Roos in Lost in Time? I remember the character's name at least. I don't know. We're we're doing oh, the quick pause because Derek is in the room. I don't know. Well, I okay, yeah. Derek? So yeah. That, that's kind of what I figured. Um, so Kane oh. Roos. Uh, no. So I wanted to play a cleric. Um, I had played a cleric. My first cleric I ever played was Max. And that was on, um, God, I forget what they call Oh, A Tale of Wizards and Bribes. That's what it was called. Um, where I was guesting for a while. And I really liked playing clerics, and I really wanted to play a different one. Um, and I had seen a death cleric, and I was like, that's kind of fucking cool, because it really feels like it kind of goes against what a cleric is. And as I'm building this character, I'm like, fuck, this character is basically Batman. And essentially, as I was building him, I realized, yeah, I'm just going to make him fucking Batman. But like if Batman healed people every so often. Um, so that's that's kind of where the idea of Kane Roos came from. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, you know, a lot of my characters that I play are uh, pop culture references. Uh, but my favorite and this wasn't asked, but my favorite character that I've ever created will always be Tad Cooper. Yes. Tad Cooper was amazing. By the way, I will tease this for the next episode of Tal'Dorei New Dawn. Tad Cooper might be doing a, not quite a season, but a pre-New Year break recap. So, you know. Yes. Yes. The return of Tad Cooper. Do it. <clears throat> I miss Tad Cooper. That... That, and that's that's the first time I've really ever sang in public. And that you want to talk about a pants shittingly terrifying performance. That was it for me. So. Yeah, that's pretty fair. I get that. Yeah. So does anybody have any other questions before we call it a night? Um, Back in the days of old, there was a story told. I'm, uh, no, I'm good, man. I'm good to go. I'm tired. All right. Well, yeah, it's my been a, it's second, been almost two hours. Um, my second show today, you know. Yeah, you know? that's fair. Yeah, 
Oh, All right, so let me do the uh, outro. So thank you so much for hanging out with us today at the Nerdy Point of View podcast. As always, you can find me uh, on Twitter at Captain Sugar Bear. You can also find me doing Taldore, Comedy Estrade, this show. Fucking so many things. I do so many things. I am an exhausted human being. Uh, <laughs> what about you, Care? Where are you on the internet? What are you working on? I'm going to try and bring this up more carefully this time. So you can find me Ooh. on Twitter at Shrieky, S-H-R-I-E-K-E-E. See, the S is there this time. Yeah, yeah, it is. And uh, yeah, you can also find me on Instagram at Carelessly, K-E-R-L-E-S-S-L-E-E. And of course, I'm doing Threads of Fate on Fridays, Comedy Estrade every other Monday, starting back up again, I believe, January 7th. And I will also be getting back into my wood burning. I have a few projects on the go here. I'm just going to, unfortunately, I have to replace my wood burner. It's a little, yeah, the temperature isn't staying where it's supposed to be. So it's hindering my work a little bit. But uh, I'm also hopefully in 2019, I'm going to be getting into movie effects makeup and a bit of uh, possibly cosplaying. Uh, I'm going to see how that works. And, of course, I will always happily be promoting Maddie's uh, So Nerdware products. You are the cover girl for So Nerdware. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much, so I'm very happy to. I've always believed in you and your products, Maddie. Thank you. You are so fantastic. Speaking of Maddie, where are you on the internet? What are you working on? Um, you know, I work on stuff. Uh, you can find me on uh, Soul Bear RPG Wednesdays and Fridays playing Dungeons and Dragons with Carrie and Brian. Um, you can also find me on Saturdays on my Twitch channel, So Many Games, um, with a Z at the end. Uh, you know, just in case you didn't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, and uh, where I host So Chatty with maddie and uh it's a talk show uh based around the ttrpg twitter community and we just are so chatty um and then of course uh, i've got so nerdware so nerdware.com uh where we have geeky stuff uh by tabletop nerds for tabletop for tabletop nerds by tabletop nerds i don't know it was the stupid slogan I came up with, and it's got awful. It's wonderful. Shut the fuck up. Yes. Love it. <laughs> um, and, I chastise you with love. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, if you go to the website, the first thing you're going to see is Carrie. So, you know, because yeah. she's so gorgeous. Yeah, she is. And, uh, you know, um, yeah. So, but, yeah. Um, and pretty soon, I think. Um, you know, we might have, there's going to be some announcements pretty soon for sure. And, um, and then of course, look out for, uh, 2019. We're going back to Korean folks. Dragonlance is happening and, uh, it's going to be beautiful or it's going to be awful. Either way, we're going back to Korean. Goddamn right. Yeah. All right. And Actually, make sure to give, sorry. Sorry. I just wanted to throw in, uh, that paint at paintings wow art 
they uh, got their Kickstarter fully funded, and I just received the pin that I backed. And I guess, guys, this is, I love it. Amazing. It glows in the dark. This was totally worth backing. If you guys haven't already gotten a pin, go check them out. They have lots of options. Just super proud of them. Super happy that like they turned out so great. Just wanted to kind of mention that. Right on. Also, make sure to follow Martin Franklin, our third uh, co-host, normal co-host. Maddie's filling in for him because he's a beautiful human being and we love him. Uh, but make sure to follow Martin Franklin on Twitter at Griffolian. That's G-R-Y-F-F-O-L-E-O-N. I've been thinking about that this entire show, so I didn't fuck it up. <laughs> and even though I've gone through an entire bottle of wine, I didn't fuck it up, so I'm very proud of myself. Also, don't forget, you can follow the show on Twitter as well, at NerdyPOV, and check out all of our new episodes. And while they're still there, our legacy episodes, uh, because they won't last long, because I need to make room for new episodes, at NerdyPointOfView.com. Make sure to also check out our Facebook page and join our growing Facebook community as well. We even have a Discord channel if you're into that sort of thing. Reach out to the podcast on Twitter and we'll make sure you get a link. Also, make sure to follow the Instagram account because Carrie's running that and she's doing a bitchin' job with it. Of course, if you liked what you heard today, it would help us out big time if you could leave us five stars and a review on iTunes. We're a small show. We want to be a bigger show. We want to put this nonsense into as many ear holes as possible, and we need your help for that. But with that, this has been a crazy good show. Thank you so much. Um, 2018 was a crazy year for all of us. And let's go into nine, uh, 2019 strong um, and with a lot of love in our hearts for each other. And, uh, you know, let's all kick some ass. I know you will. We're going to do our best, too. Yeah, yeah. But with that, Ooh, yeah. we are out. Do, do, do. There it is. Do, do, do. Wouldn't be complete if not. Do, 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 do. Do, do, do. Do, do, do.